Welcome to this episode of SDI Encounters, a podcast from SDI, the home of spiritual companionship. I'm Matt Whitney. On this podcast, we share stories and conversations around spiritual care, companionship, and contemplative practice across a diverse range of traditions and experiences. Spiritual companions support others on their spiritual journeys through life. Spiritual companions are welcoming and present with those they companion, listening and responding without judgment. And spiritual companions are contemplative and honor silence as a spiritual practice. You can learn more about our work at our website, sdiworld.org. If you're enjoying this podcast and you want to help us share and spread the word about the life-giving practice of spiritual companionship, you can help us out by subscribing to this podcast through your favorite app. You could give us a like or even write us a review. Thank you for listening. If you're interested in finding a spiritual companion, please check out our resource on our website, The Seek and Find Guide, a database of over 7,000 spiritual directors, chaplains, and life coaches from around the world who are available to companion with you on your own spiritual journey. The Seek and Find Guide is available on our website, sdiworld.org. Hey, it's Matt Whitney here, creative director at SDI, the home of spiritual companionship. And it's the end of the year, and so that means it's time for a highlights episode. We are going to go over some of the highlights from the podcast from over 2019. So we launched this thing in January of this year, and we are already up to 50 episodes, a weekly podcast sort of adds up and there's a wealth of content there and I highly doubt that you have heard all of it. (laughs) Um, I'm probably the only one who has heard all of it uh, minute by minute and uh, it's a lot of good stuff. I have changed significantly over the last year spiritually and a lot of that has to do with just listening to people across a broad diversity of practices talk about spiritual companionship. And so this is a a great opportunity to kind of go back and glean some things that may have been overlooked or missed uh, over the last year. And so uh, I'm just going to share a few of my highlights from the podcast from this year. Uh, And I invite you to go back and, and listen to some of these episodes that you may have missed. So with that, let's dive in. So our top 10 episodes, and because I like to be pragmatic, I'm not going to tell you which ones are the highest ranked. I'm going to just tell you that some of these clips that I'm going to share came from some of the top 10 episodes based on the number of downloads. I'm not going to play clips from each of them. I'm just going to pull a few that you might have missed. So here we go. We encounter all sorts of people in our lives. And sometimes the encounters that we expect to be the most meaningful 
with our family and friends and people that we trust and have expectations of turn out to be the least productive. And sometimes the encounters that we have with total strangers can become the most meaningful. And so what we're trying to do with this series of podcasts is, as a podcast channel, podcast, how should I describe it? Hmm. How do we describe it? Um, Just podcasts with this podcast, these episodes, these shows. With this, these podcasts, um, what we're trying to do is, is really build on the notion of the spirit of the, the public square of spiritual companionship, which is a place where people from many different spiritual, with many different spiritual inclinations can come together um, in a safe, in a place that they all find safe and where they can be free to be themselves and learn and grow together with people who don't share their specific beliefs, but who are equally committed to going deep, to going deep in their spiritual journey and their spiritual explorations and um, doing it in a community setting. And so really this offering by SDI is an attempt to enhance the spiritual companion public square. So that was from our episode 000. That was our very first sort of pre-release episode of this podcast, SDI Encounters. Uh, that was myself, Matt Whitney, talking with Reverend Seifu and Neil Singh-Malaris just about what the show was about, the kinds of topics we wanted to explore, you know, trying to figure out what a podcast is and uh, trying to figure out how to edit audio, which is something that I have made some strides in in the past year. If you could tell that that audio was really echoey and weird, and I think I just didn't have an ear for it 11 months ago the way that I do now. That's what making 50 of these will do for you is you'll start to figure out what sounds good and what doesn't. So, hey, if you have stuck with me through these 50 episodes, uh, I hope you notice that the audio has improved. I've worked hard to make that happen. And thank you for sticking with me. This next clip is from episode nine with Diane Millis, who is a friend and author, published a book this year called Recreating a Life through SDI Press. She's a teacher, a retreat leader, a wonderful spiritual companion. And I had her on the podcast to talk about the release of her book. And what I learned was that she was one of the founding members who started the New Contemplatives Initiative here, which seeks people in their 20s and 30s who are pursuing a contemplative life and a life of companionship uh, and invites them into the SDI community through, uh, through conference scholarships and uh, opportunities to speak and participate and write for us. So I got a little bit of uh, history here about the organization from Diane. I had felt like such an anomaly as a person in the first half of life when I first joined SDI. Um, and I also have always rejected uh, or resisted the notion, and I think we can blame it on Carl Jung, who said it isn't until the second half of life that we really um, begin to develop our spirituality. And 
I don't think that's at all true. That's not been true in my experience. That's not true of many of the young people that I've worked with. Um, I think our spirituality may take on different forms in our second half of life, but I don't think there's any cookie cutter first half, second half. So I really resisted that. And I was very, very interested in how can we um, in, increase the array of participants and have more people in their 20s and 30s who are called into uh, this way of being, which is what I refer um, to spiritual companioning as a way of being. Yeah. Um, and so once I began, you know, kind of setting up the process for the first cohort of new contemplatives, I, I just felt very alive. And I, I since then, you know, we've, it's been six some years now, I see a changing demographic among us. And I just, I'm absolutely thrilled. This next clip is from what was for me a surprising top 10 episode from this year. Uh, this is Frederica Helmier and Kristen Hobby talking about the spirituality of children. And maybe I shouldn't have been so surprised in retrospect uh, to discern that, hey, children are discerning the divine in their lives too. They may not have the language yet to articulate that. And maybe that's actually a good thing. Uh, but they are able to talk about their experiences and to make meaning from them when we as parents and caretakers can create safe spaces for them to do so. Okay, so I'm going to dive right in because I have a question sure. about something you just said a moment ago. So I heard you say, Kristen, that uh, one might make the case that children don't have sort of a, a spirituality or spiritual experiences as children, but then what they are going through are worth is worthwhile material to reflect back on later. Can you talk more about that, this idea that children aren't having spiritual experiences per se? Yeah, so what there is a couple of scholars who, um, and this is now a little while ago, you know, like research has sort of moved on, but there is a view that very young children don't have the kind of capacity or the vocabulary or the kind of life experience to make meaning or, or find spirituality in their events. Now, that's kind of really only a few people who think that. Um, my research um, showed that and I completely disagree. I think that young children, when given the opportunity, when we create safe and nurturing spaces for children and we ask them open-ended questions and we do that in a way that is respectful, then children as young as three and four are very capable of making meaning in, um, from events. They may not call it spirituality because they may not have the vocabulary that, you know, that we do as spiritual directors, um, but very much... Um, finding finding meaning from from life experiences and depthing those experiences in a way that helps them um you know to kind of come to terms with what it might mean and and um who they are so their own sense of identity um within those so yeah so that was episode 33 cultivating the spirituality of children with Kristen hobby and I invite you to check that one out. It was really good. We had some kids on there. Uh, Frederica's kids and my kids, actually, and they were great. This next clip is from episode 34, which is uh, the keynote from our 2018 conference in St. Louis, Missouri. 
This is Father Richard Rohr speaking to us through web conferencing software. He was just getting ready to publish his book, The Universal Christ, and his keynote was about his thinking around that topic and those topics for his book. That book has since gone on to have a lot of success, and so it's no surprise that his uh, podcast episodes appeared in our top 10 um, no, he did not personally appear on the podcast with me, but hey, he's going to be at our 2020 conference in Santa Fe. So uh, who knows? Maybe he'll have a few minutes to do a recording with us. We will see. You know, we're enjoying, thanks to things like the Hubble telescope, just a much bigger sense of the world, the universe, the space that we're living in. And uh if religion doesn't catch up with that, but keeps offering the world a very small storyline, we're going to, I think, continue to see people either abandoning us altogether or remaining in this competitive worldview. Our religion's better than your religion. We have the truth and you don't. It creates argumentative people instead of compassionate searching and loving people. This next clip, uh, the last that I'll play from our top 10 episodes is also one that has probably stayed with me the most uh, since doing the interview. And this is with Lauren Burdett. This is from episode 21, Life is Spiritual Practice. And Lauren had just published a book called This Life That Is Ours about parenting as pilgrimage. And she shares a personal experience uh, being at one of our conferences in Louisville, Kentucky, and people going to this place where Thomas Merton had this big epiphany spiritual experience, and she wasn't able to go because she was busy with uh, her infant child. And I'll just listen to the story. It's a story that has just stayed with me for a long time. Whenever I think about the spiritual journey as being something romantic or needing to go somewhere exotic uh, to a faraway place to experience pilgrimage. Lauren gives what I think is the real and correct definition of pilgrimage, which is that it's available to us pretty much anywhere. Uh, the practice manifests itself in the difficulties of life and that if we're able to be in that space that the divine can work through that your book title this makes me think of your book title this life that is ours can you talk about how you came to that title mm. yeah. yeah so that um makes me want to tell a story of another SDI conference, which was the one after Santa Fe in Louisville. Mm -hmm. And at that conference, that was the following year, and 25th anniversary of SDI, also 100th anniversary of Thomas Merton's birth. And we were given ribbons at that conference to take to the corner of 4th and Walnut, where Merton had his famous epiphany of looking around and realizing that everyone was shining like the sun and just 
it feeling a deep sense of connection with all of humanity. Mm-hmm. We were excited to make a, a pilgrimage as part of this conference. I had my newborn daughter with me, and when I wasn't working with the new contemplatives, I was nursing her in the back of the room, and no chance of leaving the hotel, you know, this conference center and tying that ribbon on. And hearing story after story, because you'd sit down with new people and each person would have their story of what happened to them at Fourth and Walnut and what amazing experience they had. And I felt jealous. I, um, yeah, I just, I felt jealous. And I was praying with that jealousy as I was nursing Healy in the back of the room. And I just, I, clearly heard, um, I, I don't always hear God this clearly, uh, what I clearly heard the Holy saying was, this is not your pilgrimage. Your pilgrimage is your journey home. And realizing it, it was this clear sense that, well, one, that was meant to take my ribbon home, which I did, and I tied it around a lamp in my living room. And that there and between those four walls is where I was meant to look for the people who are shining like the sun. Mm, yes. And it was where I was meant to experience um, the fullness of the beauty and interconnectedness of humanity. Support for this podcast comes from Spiritual Companionship for Our Times, SDI's annual gathering of spiritual companions happening in Santa Fe, New Mexico, April 23rd through 26th, 2020. Registrations are now open with super early bird pricing available through September 15th. We'll be celebrating SDI's 30th anniversary and charting the road ahead as we seek to welcome more and more people to the transformational gifts of spiritual companionship and to make this healing modality available to every person on the planet. Learn more now about our annual conference at www.sdievents.org. Okay, so what I want to do now is play you a few clips from some episodes just that have that have changed me and stayed with me. Uh, they all have impacted me in their own way. Uh, but when I these are moments that I can recall just from memory from my own hearts. Uh, the first one I want to play is a conversation I had with Jeanette Banishek about the life of contemplation. And this is a a quote that I continue to ask people all the time and ask myself, am I living a life of contemplation or am I just trying to fit more contemplative practice into the margins of my busy life? Um, I taught mindfulness in Chicago public schools in kindergarten, first and second graders. And we would, we would teach the, the trainers and the facilitators and the teachers that if they're going to practice mindfulness, it's about consistency. Like rather than like one three-hour block once a week, it's about consistency two to three times a day, even if it's for a couple of minutes. So I'm all about short spurts. And rather than my spiritual director asked me once, and this was a question that really frames how I see spiritual guidance. She said, is your, your prayer part of your life or is your life a prayer? And because, because she would always ask me, well, how's your prayer? How's your contemplation? 
I don't know. What did you just do the past month? I was busy. <laughs> I was doing, doing, doing. Yeah. All right. Let's talk next month. I'm going to ask you the same question. How's your prayer? How's your contemplation? I don't know. I was doing, doing, doing. And it took years of her asking that question over and over and over again until one day I can get emotional about it until one day she asked that question. And I was like, I sat in silence and this is what came of it. And I realized that I was good. Then I realized that I was enough. And so then we could, we could go somewhere from there. This next clip is from episode 32 uh, with Reverend Seifu and Mirabai Star, uh, who has been a real friend and teacher to all of the SDI staff over the past couple of years. She was a keynoter at our 2018 conference. She was here in March for a workshop on the Divine Feminine, and she was here in November to host, uh, to co-host an event with Reverend Ann Holmes Redding. Uh, a one-night event on uh, the Divine Feminine. And here she and Reverend Seifu are talking about the changing landscape of spiritual companionship in ways which incorporate the Divine Feminine. We run an organization called Spiritual Directors International that's really focused around a a term that I prefer, which is spiritual companionship. Mm -hmm. Right, which is more walking side by side, walking hand in hand, a communal exercise rather than a directive relationship, director, directee, you know, teacher, student. Um, based on not, not just this book, but your studies, your, your uh, stints as a philosophy professor, where do you see spiritual companionship moving in, in the future? Well, now and in the future. And what kind of role do you see for an organization like SDI um, in fostering that transformation? Mm. I, I love that you're shifting toward this view of, of spiritual companionship, that is a deeply feminine value to me, mm. um, that we are, that, that it's not a hierarchical situation where somebody has the wisdom and the, and the vision and the other person is floundering and coming for, for sustenance. I mean, it is very sustaining and nourishing to sit with someone, um, but I think it's mutually nourishing. Those of us who are called to be spiritual companions have a thirst for that kind of, of deep relationality. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so spirit, my spiritual friendships are vitally important in my life. I cherish the people that I can have deep spiritual conversation with. Um, so I, th- I think the, the direction I see things going in that, in that realm of spiritual companionship is more and more on equal ground where one of us may be holding more of a listening space because it's it's our turn to do mm-hmm. so and it's the other person's turn to be able to unburden their hearts in that way but that it's not predicated on any kind of differentiation of, of wisdom or power uh, it's it's a mutual there's a mutuality in this emerging form of spiritual companionship that I think is really beautiful and I see it happening 
This last clip that I'm going to play is from a recent episode. This is episode 46 uh, on role-playing games as spiritual companionship. So in this episode, Frederica Helmier talks with Rabbi Menachem Cohen, who does spiritual direction and companionship through the use of role-playing games such as Dungeons and Dragons. And it's just such a wonderful, creative, imaginative way to meet people where they are, to break down barriers, helping people discern just their own spiritual journeys and their true selves through the medium of games and role play and using the imagination. I remember thinking about magic when I was younger, you know, because I played Dungeons and Dragons, I got to be a wizard, you know, and cast magic spells. So I think it's just an inclination for a long time to, you know, experience more. I often joke that um, my mom was a social worker, my dad was a teacher, and I've, you know, kind of took up both their, their mantles in becoming a rabbi. I've always been interested in um, making the world a better place, doing what we call tikkun olam, repair of the world. And I've done a lot of activism in my life. You know, I was in, involved in the Occupy movement here in Chicago. And you know, I sometimes find God by putting my fist in the air. Um, but I also really found that the, the best way I can help make the world a better place is by working with individuals, helping them realize their true selves. You know, if, if we only have one sermon, which I'm not sure if every clergy only does, but they say we only have one sermon, mine would be that our only purpose in life is to be our true selves. And I can do that with people through the, the medium of spiritual direction, spiritual mm-hmm. companionship. Okay, so I just want to take a minute to thank everybody, each and everyone who has come on this podcast in the last year and has shared about their work as a spiritual companion and really revealing just the diversity and the breadth and depth, the ways in which spiritual companionship can be practiced across a number of modalities. So I hope that you will take a moment or multiple moments to go back and listen to a couple of episodes that you may have missed. There's so much goodness in these 50 episodes that we have released so far. Uh, So find one and while you're out for a walk or going on a hike or uh, doing the dishes in your kitchen or driving somewhere, uh, put one of these episodes on and marinate and bask in the goodness that these guests are offering us. And I am looking forward to sharing more of these with you in 2020. So we have lots more to come. We'll have new episodes starting in January. Uh, Lots going on in the SDI universe leading up to our conference in late April. So that's just the first one third of the year. And we're going to have a lot to come. So I also want to invite you to be a part of this conversation. And so there are a few ways that you can do that. I talked to you last week about subscribing and writing a review about this podcast, maybe sharing it with a few people. That would be a tremendous help to me. We also have an email address that you can use to contact me. It's podcast at sdiworld.org. 
uh, please do let me know if you have suggestions or feedback, comments, questions about anything in the episodes. Uh, if you have suggestions for topics that you would like to hear about, uh, please let me know. If you are a spiritual companion and you have a perspective to share on that, let me know if you would like to be on the podcast. This is really for the people who do this work. I want to highlight the lives and work of people who are participating in this healing modality. So uh, that email address again is podcast at sdiworld.org. Uh, we would also appreciate your sponsorship of this podcast. Uh, so I run ads throughout the episodes. If you want to have me record an ad for you, let me know. Uh, you can email that podcast at sdiworld.org email address, or you can contact uh, our advertising at ads, ads at sdiworld.org. Thank you for being a part of this conversation this year, this 2019. Uh, we will launch again into new episodes in January 2020. And there's lots more to come. So have a happy and blessed new year. And we will talk again soon. This is Matt Whitney with Spiritual Directors International. Thanks again for listening. Your time and your presence here are deeply appreciated. If you liked this show and would like us to continue making them, please do subscribe now while it's fresh on your mind. Also, we would love to hear from you, so please feel free to send in your comments and suggestions to the email address podcast at sdiworld.org. To learn more about spiritual companionship and ways that you can plug in and join our community, visit us at our website at www.sdiworld.org. Thank you. Blessings and peace on your day. And may you share blessings and peace to others. Thank you.